Well, Merry Christmas. Christmas is uh, often a time for tradition, and we've got a couple traditions that we always participate in here at Velocity around the Advent season. One of them uh, is a little bit newer than the other, and that's our Advent offering. For the last few years, we've been doing that. We've been um, uh, contributing to a couple different places, but the last couple years, one of our favorite things that we've done is we've given to rooms at the end for Moments of Hope. Moments of Hope serves uh, homeless uh, neighbors uh, that that live around us in the Richmond area, and Rooms at the Inn provides a couple nights for them at a hotel room, a little bit of food, uh, some clothing, and some other uh, peripheral things that, that you need when you're in that situation. And if you can imagine how, how important and invaluable that is on a night like tonight, and how cold, have y'all noticed that? It's been a little chilly, <laughs> chillier than, than usual. Uh, and so we're really glad to uh, contribute to that and, and enjoy doing that. I, I just want to let you know where we are right now. If you want to still com- contribute to that, there's plenty of time. You can go to info and do that. But we've raised uh, $2,100 to, to do that and send that way. So that's something we can celebrate together <laughs> tonight. Uh, one of the things that is really important when it comes to how we follow Jesus is that it's amazing when we come together and we read scripture and we sing songs, uh, but you know, part of that is also doing tangible things that represent what Jesus has done for us, that kind of follow that example, and so we're, we're happy to be able to do that. The second thing is a long-standing tradition at Velocity, and that is we end our Christmas Eve service by singing Silent Night. And most of the time we do that accompanied by a candlelight. A couple times we've used glow sticks, you know, just switched it up just, just a little bit. And, and we're going we're gonna to light some candles and sing that a little bit later on. It's a song that was written in 1818 by a German named Joseph Moore. And when he wrote it, it was originally six stanzas long. We only sing the customary three, and so you've got those up there. You can see kind of the picture that he paints as he looks at that classic story from Luke chapter 2, which I'm going to read here in a second. There's, there's a story behind the song. Maybe a little bit legendary, but the story is that as Joseph was preparing for Christmas Eve service at his church, he found out from the organist that the church organ had broken. Now, when you think about Christmas Eve and you think about church and you think about traditions, especially those of you maybe who have grown up in church and remember, you know, what church tradition is like, if you can imagine every Christmas Eve... That organ is playing, and the choir is singing, and you just picture that big church, you know, stone, and the, and the sound reverberating off of that, and just how massive and big and memorable, you know, all of that sound and that, uh, the, the beauty, you know, that's coming from that, and, and it was not going to happen at all for Christmas Eve, so what do you do? You're supposed to lead the service. Everybody's expecting the thing that we do every Christmas Eve, and so Joseph writes Silent Night. And he writes it, and he asks the organist, who's, who's a musician, he says, hey, I can play guitar. Can you write a melody just for one voice and one guitar? And you think about the contrast between what a normal Christmas Eve service looked like for them and this Christmas Eve service. Instead of all the huge, massive sound, all, the, all of the, um, the, you know, the glory from that and the spectacle from that is just, is just replaced by a single voice and one guitar. We have this melodic picture painted for us of this classic story of Jesus' birth that might, might connect in the way that it was written and how it came about a little bit more than we might first expect. In Luke chapter 2, we read this, In those days the decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registra- registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. 
And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the place. Now, we, we read this and it's familiar to us. I mean, it's the same story we share every Christmas. And we kind of go through it and we think, yeah, okay, that's all simple, you know, kind of short, clean, simple to, to the point. But I, I just want to give you just one piece of historical context that maybe you've never thought about before. It's really important. And I don't know this from personal experience, but I know this from observation to be true. Giving birth to a baby is not silent at all. You read through that story, there ain't nothing silent about that night. It was loud. It was messy. There was all kinds of things going on. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go into too much more detail than that, but especially when you couple that with a bunch of shepherds breaking up into the delivery room, you know, say, congratulations. Um, that's, that's not a very silent night at all. But you know, later on that night, after all the hustle and the bustle and the craziness and people coming in that you're not expecting or maybe that you really don't want to be there, and, and all, of the, all of the things, all the traditions, all the things you enjoy doing, when, when all that's done, there was a moment for this new family of three from Mary, Joseph, and Jesus where, exhausted from everything else that had gone on, they were able to finally stop and be still and be silent and rest, knowing that now everything was just as it should be. And not just because mother and baby are healthy and all the commotion has died down, but because the birth of Jesus is the dawn of everything being made to be just as it should be. It, it's not over yet. There's still, there's still work to be done, but the dawn of redeeming grace produces rest and heavenly peace because we have a reasonable faith and hope in Jesus' life, death, and resurrection being the catalyst for everything being made right and new again. Even if we have more hustle and bustle later on tonight and we have things that we expect and we've got family stuff and all kinds of things that are going on, or even if we have things to kind of sit by ourselves with and struggle through in our thoughts, when Jesus is involved, we know that the fruit of our labor in him will give us the opportunity to rest peacefully, knowing that because he is making things right when we follow him, our lives are being made right as well. Some of the most beautiful things that we experience in life come on the other end of exhausting effort. It could be working out or finishing a project or doing the work of healing, fighting through pain and struggle to something better, redeeming a relationship, giving, giving birth to a baby. Those, those are not silent efforts. They get loud and they get messy. And there are going to be times when we don't end up with the results we desire. However, on the other side of all of the mess and all the struggle and all the loudness and the stress is not a deafening silence in which we are alone with our thoughts and our challenges. But in the stillness of joy and contentment that comes from knowing that there's no wasted effort when God is involved. We place our faith in God continually working to make things right. That's the story of Christmas. That's what Jesus is doing when he comes and when he's born. It sets the foundation for a sure and steady confidence that God will bring everything to be just as it should be. At the end of the day, when we know Jesus is our Lord and Savior, we can take a deep breath Allow the brightness of the light of Jesus breaking through the dark calm us with the knowledge that love's pure light is making all things right. At the end of the day, peace reigns because the reign of Jesus has begun and it will not end. At the end of the day, we can be still and silent and rest 
because all will be well and all manner of things will be well. I'm going to encourage you at some point this Christmas, after all the loudness and the messiness and maybe this struggle with some of the thoughts that you have, the things that you're experiencing this year in your life, that you, that you take some intentional moments to be still and to, be re- and to rest and have a silent moment in your night that you can take a deep, calming, soothing breath at peace, knowing that because Jesus is here and because he is coming again, that we can be at peace knowing that he is continuing to work to make all things right. One of the things that we do very often as we gather together as a church is we take communion together because it's a moment for us to to take a moment, to, to put everything else aside, to kind of be still and have this moment, this silent moment where we take a breath and we recognize because of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, because of his continuing work to create a place for us to be with God eternally, we can, we can be at peace and we can have joy and contentment because of, of Jesus' birth and his death and his resurrection. So we're going to celebrate that time of communion together. I'm going to say a word of prayer, and then we've got a couple different tables around the room that we just want to invite you to, to get up to get. There's two cups that are stacked there together. One has bread, one has juice, and we're just going to share in that time uh, together before we light our candles and sing Silent Night. Let me pray for us. God, thank you for this moment for us to put everything else aside, to come and, and just put our attention, our hearts, our minds, our thoughts, our souls directed towards you. God, thank you for what it means for Jesus to have been born, that, that there's something incredible that you're doing, that you're taking all the things that are wrong and that you're, you're beginning the work and completing the work and, and turning all things, those things to being right again. And God, while we continue to wait for that moment to come, God, we celebrate and we praise you for the way that we see you moving and active in our lives when we follow you. God, we praise you for this time and this moment, and we thank you for this opportunity to celebrate. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.